0: Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. Hallelujah. God does mighty things does glorious things. Amen. Good morning. Let me give a little testimony. Um, This morning I was really feeling very bad. I actually considered, you know, just sitting down and waiting through the praise time because I was, you know, having a terrible tummy ache and John had asked me to share some words today and I was wondering why on this day I wasn't feeling good. um, As we sang, as we sang, I mean, everything just melted away. And, you know, he just does mighty things. (laughs) And he does glorious things. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage somebody here. You know, um, he does mighty things. He does glorious things. He, He will give you a testimony. Amen. So we... As I said, I've been asked to share a message. I choose not to call it a preach because I don't, I don't know if I'm a preacher. But, <laughs> but I'll share what, 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 what I have here. And we are still talking about appreciation. And last week, I think Pastor Joe gave us an excellent sermon on appreciation. And he talked about appreciating one another. And today, um, I've been asked to talk about appreciation amongst spouses. Um, sometimes when you, you're asked to speak on a topic, it's like, oh, you're already practicing everything. But let me assure you that I'm speaking first to myself <laughs> and then to others. So we are all going to learn together. Um, the first time um, I heard the topic, I was like, hmm, appreciation amongst us. I was trying to think in the Bible, you know, try to think about couples in the Bible and whether there was any mention of how they appreciated each other. I was like, hmm, this thing. It's in the Bible, you know, but (laughs) in the end, I found some interesting things, and I hope we all pick up something. Um, Even though we are talking about appreciation among spouses, it's also for single people, married people, engaged people. You could even extend it to parents, you know, as you deal with your children. I mean, I, I think there'll be something in there for everyone. So please don't disengage and think it's only for married people, even though... It will be skewed to us um, um, spouses. Okay. So shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for another opportunity to come before you and to study your word. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you help us, oh God, to pick out the nuggets that you have for us this morning. And that in the end, Father, um, we'll have cause to praise and worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Just a minute. Let me just pick up my Okay, so appreciation among spouses. The first thing I did was to Google the word appreciation and the definition for it were, there were two definitions. The first one said, appreciation is recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. So you recognize and you enjoy the good qualities of someone or something. And then the second definition was appreciation is a full understanding of a situation. So if they say you appreciate the situation, it means you, you, you understand everything or all the circumstances surrounding that situation. So we'll look at these two definitions and we'll see what we can pick from them. The first thing I'd like to say is that our need for appreciation comes from God Himself. Everyone has a need to be appreciated. Everyone has a need to be to, to, to belong. Last week, I think, um, Pastor Joe told us about some of the benefits of appreciation. It helps us feel loved. It honors us. It helps us feel like we belong, okay? And everybody has that need. And that need was put there by God himself, So that need to be appreciated is not a bad thing at all. It's actually a very, very good thing. It's an opportunity that God gives us to better our relationship. So even though you may not be aware of it, you need appreciation. You actually need it in your life. And for people who don't get any appreciation at all, you realize that there's something missing in their lives. There's something not functioning properly in their lives. So that was put there by God. And... um. We realize the first time we come across um, appreciation was from God Himself in the beginning when He created the earth. Okay. We realize in various chapters about four, Genesis chapter 1, I think from, if you look at 10, 12, 18, 25, He like, said, God just sat back, looked at His creation, and said, It was very good. He appreciated what He had done. It looked very, 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 very good to him. And right there at the beginning, we see God appreciating his creation, okay? That's the first thing that we see right in the beginning. We, we meet that. And also, God has a need that we appreciate him as well. His creation, we were all created to worship him, isn't it? And when it comes to God, appreciating God, how do we appreciate God? By praising him, by worshiping him, by living a life that honors him. That's how we appreciate God. You can't say you appreciate God and your life is all over the place. You can't say you appreciate God and you don't praise him. You can't say you appreciate God and you don't worship him. And so God also has a need for us to worship him. Actually, in Psalm 22, verse 3, it says that the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. So when we gather like this and we're singing and we are appreciating God, it, 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 it invokes his presence. It moves him to do things in our lives. You understand? So that's how, that's how God uses you know, the appreciation. God needs it from us as well. It's, it's fundamental to him. And it was so serious when Jesus said that if man will not praise him, he will raise the stones to cry out to him. Because that need to be appreciated is there. You know, and it's very, very, very important to God. That's Luke chapter 19, 37 um, to 40. Again, when Jesus healed um, healed the 10 people, only one came back to say thank you. But Jesus picked that up in Luke 17, verse 7, and he said that, where are the other nine people? They did not seem to appreciate what God had done for them or what Jesus had done for them. And Jesus picked it up and he talked about it. So we're saying that praise, worship, appreciation is important to God. He delights in our praise. He is glorified in our worship. You know, And that need that God has has also been put in us as human beings. And so it's very, very important that we appreciate each other. You know, and Pastor Joe talked about all the good things that comes from appreciating each other. It honors others, it humbles us, motivates us, it increases participation in the church. It helps the church to grow, it deepens relationship. Pastor Joe, I hope I can steal some of your sermon. <laughs> you know. So that that was the general thing. Now zoning into, um, particularly with, with, with spouses, okay. As I said, I was wondering, hmm, how how can we see this in the Bible? But, you know, we see spousal appreciation in the very beginning, all right? So, Adam had no one to to be with. Um, He had all the animals, he had all the trees, and he had everything, but he had no one to to be with. And in Genesis chapter 2, from verse 21... 23, we see what God does for um, Adam. Okay, so I'll try to read that for us 21 to 23. It says that So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teams and that moves about it according to their kind. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful. Okay, Um, let the land produce, sorry, let me, it's Genesis chapter 2. All right, chapter 2 from 21. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib. He had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, "This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man." Amen. Adam, Adam had vibes. So. Who taught him that? He <laughs> just meets the woman and it's like, "You are the bone of my bone." You know, imagine how swollen-headed Eve would have felt. But he was appreciating this woman that God had created for him. And please note that this was just, you know, God has just shown Eve to him. Even before Eve swept the garden or cooked a meal for him or or did anything at all, Adam appreciated her for being his spouse or for being a gift from God. All right, so the first thing we want to note, okay, so the first thing we noted was that our need for appreciation is from God. So the second thing we want to say is that you appreciate your spouse first for who they are, just for who they are. They are your spouse. They are a gift from God to you. God has given you a whole human being to do life with. God has given you someone to walk this journey with. And that alone is enough. Even before the person cooks before the person sweeps before the person drives you to the salon or before the person does anything at all just the fact that god has given this person to you as a gift is enough reason for you to appreciate the person amen so i was trying to see where again we see this sort of appreciation without any works okay um in the place i went to is Song of Solomon. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have taken time to read Song of Solomon, but in Clubhouse, we did a whole study on the whole book of Song of Solomon. And you'll be amazed at the things, that these things are in the Bible. Eh? They are not carnal things. They are also spiritual things. Amen. And you see two people who just love each other. Okay. In the, in the book, we realize that the man, even he has not yet bought a car for the woman. He has not yet um, paid her bride price, or he's not done anything. Just for the fact that he loves this woman, and the woman loves him back. You just see chapter after chapter of them appreciating each other. Okay, so let's 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 look at it. Um, let's see some of the um, things they say to each other. So right at the very beginning, when you go to Song of Solomon chapter one. From verse, your love is more delightful than wine. This is the lady. Your love is more delightful than wine. You go to chapter, um, verse three, please, um, it says your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfume. Your name is like perfume poured out. All right, let's look at what the man says. Let's look at one from verse nine. I liken you, my darling, to a mare among Pharaoh's chariot horses. Your cheeks are beautiful with earrings. Your neck with strings of jewel will make you earrings of gold studded with silver. Amen. And then he says, how beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes are dove's. And you keep going on and on. And then the man will say this. And then the woman will say this. And then the man will say this. And the woman, on and on. I'll advise you to go read it for five, so for some vibes, okay? If you don't have vibes, you don't know what to say, you just go there. You get a lot and a lot of things that you can say. And what this does is, you know, you build up your emotional tank um, by just appreciating them for who they are. And they get to know that the appreciation is not based on what they do, but just that you're appreciating the gift that God has given you. And please note, it's not one way, not necessarily the man always appreciating the woman, but the woman also responds. It's both ways. And you feel each other's emotional tank when we do this. I don't know, sometimes, maybe the women, sometimes we feel like we are the ones who have to receive more words, right? More words. But I think the men also like it. Oh. I got a big yes from there. The men also like it. And when you read, you know, what the lady was saying about her man, you know, your, your muscles are strong like the trees of cedar and your legs are like the gazelle on the mountain. I mean, you can appreciate each other for anything at all. The person's hair, the person's eyes, the person's cheeks, the person's neck, the person's legs, the person's... Well, anything at all, you know. And all these just go to build the person up and so we want to say that even before your spouse does anything for you even before you know we are used to appreciating people for what they've done and that is very good we'll come to that okay but first of all just appreciate them for who they are appreciate them for who they are amen Now, appreciating people for who they are is is, is a deeper way of showing appreciation. When someone does something for you and you appreciate them, that's normal, isn't it? It's actually expected that you appreciate someone for what they've done for you. But going further to just appreciate them for being there with you or for even agreeing to be your spouse or just appreciating them for the gift that God has put in them, that's going deeper. And especially for spouses, God calls us to go deeper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be superficial about it. Don't say thank you only when they've done something great for you. But look for opportunity to appreciate them even when they've done nothing. Just for being, just for existing, you appreciate them. And this, God shows us an example in this. All right. Because we read that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we hadn't done anything good We hadn't done anything. In fact, we had even done, we deserved destruction and death. But he came and died for us. What manner of love is this? And this is what we are supposed to extend to others as well. We need to go deeper. We need to appreciate them because God appreciates us. Amen. Now, in going deeper to show appreciation, particularly with our spouses, the second leg of the definition kicks in. You remember, we said that the first one is a recognition and an enjoyment of their good qualities, isn't it? The second one is a full understanding or a full appreciation Of the situation. If someone says that I appreciate the situation, it means I really understand what is going on. And this part of it is really 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 important when it comes to couples. You need to have a full understanding of what is going on. And to bring this up, I'd like us to look at 1 Samuel chapter 1 from verse 4 to 8. There's a story there of um, Elkanah and his wife so we'll look at first samuel chapter one from verse four to eight it says that whenever the day came for elkanah to sacrifice he would give portions of the meat to his wife penina and to all her sons and daughters but to hannah he gave a double portion because he loved her and the lord had closed her womb Because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband Elkanah would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Poor Elkanah. He failed to have a full understanding of the situation. Hannah was not crying because her husband didn't love her. Hannah was crying because she did not have a child. And her rival was provoking her all the time, teasing her all the time. And it was a big burden on her heart. Elkanah thought that his love for Hannah should be enough. And so she shouldn't cry, she should eat. Hannah did not need a double portion of meat. What she needed was a child. And so it would have been much better if Elkanah had said, Hannah, I understand your situation. Let's keep praying. I'm sure God will give us a child. Instead of saying, am I not enough? (laughs) Is my love not enough for you? He had misdiagnosed the situation. He failed to appreciate the situation. He did not have a full understanding of the situation. And this aspect of it is really, really important when it comes to couples. We need to have a full understanding of the situation when it comes to your partner. You realize that your partner is quiet. uh, He or she is not talking. What do you do? Maybe you choose to ignore it. Oh, he'll get over it. She'll get over it. That's, That's not what they want. What they want for you is to sit down, have a discussion, and understand what is going on. Oh, no, I've realized this and this is going, what's the issue? Go to the root of the problem. And even in this, Jesus teaches us this, when he met the Samaritan woman, okay, John chapter 4, 15 to 18. This woman was asking Jesus for um, the drink so she will never be thirsty. Oh, give me this water so that I'll never be thirsty again. What was Jesus' Jesus' answer was really odd. He said, go and bring your husband. I mean, what does water what does water have to do with husband? I'm asking you for water. You're saying I should go and bring my husband. <laughs> but Jesus appreciated the full situation. He had a deep understanding of what was going on. Because he could discern that. It wasn't, she wasn't thirsty for ordinary water. She was thirsty for something deeper than that. And she thought she could find satisfaction in the men. And she kept changing. Husband number one, she didn't find what she was looking for. Number two, number three, number four, number five, the one she was even living with now was not her husband. So do you think that the solution to that problem was just drinking water from the well? It was much deeper than that. And Jesus had a deeper understanding of that situation. And if you read through, you realize that Jesus got to the root of the problem. And the woman left him dancing and rejoicing. She had even turned into an evangelist straight away. Went and called her whole village and brought her in and brought them in. And so it's very important, this second leg of the definition of appreciation, having a full understanding of the situation and and dealing with the problem at the root of it. Sometimes what you see are only symptoms. Maybe the person is sad. The person is stressed. The person is angry. The person is moody. And you try to just deal with that. Oh, you're tired. Just have some rest. You'll be fine. Oh, you're moody. Oh, let me just get you some ice cream. Let me just buy her a present. Oh, let me just give him some money. That's, that's, that's superficial. Why don't you sit down and have a conversation? Try and get a full understanding of what is going on. And on that deeper level, you're able to appreciate the problem and solve it permanently instead of having a temporary band-aid solution. Amen. Finally, we said in appreciating people, you appreciate them first for who they are. Secondly, you also appreciate them for what they've done. I, I said that that is important as well. When people do things for you, you are expected to appreciate them. And sometimes when that appreciation doesn't come, it is very, very, very Painful, all right. And for us to be able to appreciate people for what they've done or even for who they are, the first thing for us to do is to appreciate what God did for us. When you appreciate that fully, then you are able to then give it out. They say what you cannot give, what you do not have, all right. Ephesians chapter 2, 8 to 9 tells us that for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Amen. It is a gift. It's freely given to you. So if you really appreciate the extent to which God went to get you, then you are able to extend that to others as well. So to appreciate your spouse, to appreciate people around you for what they've done for you, the first thing you need to know is that, You don't deserve the things they do. They they are not obliged to do it. Some people enter marriages thinking that, oh, it is my wife's responsibility to wash my clothes, to sweep the house, or to cook. And the women might be thinking, it is my husband's responsibility to take care of the house, to pay the bills, to do this, and to do that. And so you feel like you deserve that. And so when they do it, it's no news because they are supposed to do it anyway. But we should go into the, the, the relationship with the mentality that whatever he does for me, whatever she does for me, it's a gift of grace, amen. When I go out and I come back and there's a hot meal on the table, that's the grace of God. It's, 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 not, it's not something I, 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 she's obliged to do or he is obliged to do. It's a gift and we need to appreciate it as such. So appreciation of God's grace helps us to pass this on to our spouses. We deserved punishment and death from God, but he spared us. And he gave us life instead. And so everything else that we receive is all part of the grace of God, the gift of God for our lives. Amen. So, finally, we want to say that to make it more effective, what do we do? How do we do? How do we go about this? And, again, I think Pastor Joe gave us a whole list of the things that we can do. Welcome people warmly, recognize and appreciate their efforts and skills. You know, regularly and spontaneously appreciate those who serve. Get feedback. All right, but let's try and then... Um, bring it to, 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 to couples, okay? Um, the first thing I have here is, it's nice to be specific about what you appreciate. Oh, thank you for that delicious food. Oh, thank you for ironing my clothes. Oh, thank you for taking Koju to the doctors today. Oh, thank you for driving me to the salon today. Oh, thank you for taking the car to the mechanic. There's so many things that you can appreciate about your spouse. Let's not take them for granted. So you can be specific about it. that. That gives it a touch of, you know, it personalizes it a bit, doesn't it? You notice things that they do and you specifically thank them for it. Also be consistent. Do it regularly. Don't do it once in every moon. So sometimes when you do it, everybody's like, hey, what's going on? What do you want? <laughs> oh, thank you for this. What do you want? They are suspicious of your appreciation (laughs) because it's not consistent. You don't do it often. So when you do it, it's like, hey, (laughs) you want something, all right? So let's cultivate that habit of consistently appreciating each other. Finally, you can ask. Just ask them, "How, how, how can I appreciate you more? Have a discussion with them. Because sometimes you may think this is what the person wants, but actually that's not what the person wants. Have a discussion with them. Gary Chapman's book on the five love languages will, will, will help. It's, I think it's a good tool that couples can read and, and try, you know, try to place what, what, what you like. You know? So he says that some people like words of affirmation. They like it when you affirm them. Oh, you're looking beautiful. Wow, you're courageous. You're strong. I like that. You're assertive. That's really good. Words of affirmation. Some people like acts of service. So you help them out with with with, the, with what they're doing, if it's chores at home or wherever, you do, you do, you serve them in a way. That's that's how they, they feel loved. Some people like quality time. And now getting quality time is difficult in our era, isn't it? We are so busy. If we are not busy on the road going out, we are busy on the phone, on the internet, and TV and all kinds of things. Quality time, physical touch, hmm, that one. but it's important, isn't it? A hug, you know, holding hands so I hope we'll see more of that some people receiving gifts that one is common, isn't it? people like to receive gifts so it's a good um, exercise to just go through that book and decide what you want so you get to know exactly what your spouse likes and you do that for them because you may think that they like gifts, but maybe they don't like your they gifts, they like time. They wanna sit with you and just have a conversation. Or they wanna just watch a movie with you, okay? Or you feel that what you your, maybe you feel what your husband likes is acts of service, so you're going around trying to get the house clean, let me clean them, but by the time you are done, you are so tired, but maybe your husband just wants some time with you. But because you're so tired, you, you come and, and you're stressed, and you, you, uh, you don't have any time to spend with him. He, he, even though you're killing yourself, someone says, I can't kill myself. Even though you're killing yourself, he's not feeling appreciated because that's, that's not how he wants to be appreciated. You know. So on this last note, it's really, really important that you sit down, you discuss it, and you decide, oh, this is what I like. Oh, this is what I like. And that makes it very, very, very easy. So I hope that we've learned something this morning about appreciating our spouses. And um, for those of us who are now choosing spouses, these are some of the things that prepare yourself first to be someone who is appreciative of others. And then you can also look out for that in the people that you're, you're thinking of settling down with. May God help us. And may this word bear fruits in our lives. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.